0: A KJAC Radio production. Hey kids, you're listening to Ask Your Dad, an advice podcast, meaning we give advice on the show and it's kind of how our show works. So if you want to help so that we have content to, you know, get into on this show, um, one thing you can do is when you have a problem or you have some friends with a problem or you just, you know, want to hear what we have to say on a specific issue you can email us at justaskyourdad at gmail.com. Or, and here's a crazy idea, you can DM us on our Instagram page, which is askyourdadpod on Instagram. Either way you slice it, it would greatly help our podcast. So we hope to see more from you um, so that we can, you know, give you the best help that we are trained to give. We have no training at all. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) my dad you're my dad you're my
1: dad boogie boogie, woogie (laughs) woogie oh there's a lag
0: is there yeah i mean that's that's natural with the (sighs) internet it's okay
1: it'll be fine it's
0: okay did you know did you ever think when we when we began singing that song to each other that we would we would get to this point one day
1: where that's just our thing now
0: yeah and also we're on a show that is is dad themed
1: (laughs) you know i i thought about it when i first like found out about your podcast when you first told me about it um and i was like i think i i was the reason you named your podcast that but um you know it's it's okay if it wasn't but i still feel very honored to be included um simply because it is it is our little thing it's kind of
0: cute is my dad
1: you you are my son
0: boogie woogie woogie, boogie, woogie,
1: woogie.
0: <laughs> i am herman um i'm gonna start doing this thing where i actually say my name in the beginning of the podcast my name is herman johnson and uh this is ask your dad and <laughs> i say that to say because i forget that sometimes people who don't listen every week could just like pick a random episode to listen to and i just yeah. thought the prospect of someone listening to the whole episode and never knowing my name is like really funny <laughs>
1: you're oh. just dad forever. Just, They're just gonna just refer to you one as One of dad. the dads.
0: <laughs> so we're ending that that's now. All right. I'm Herman, and our stepdad or guest for the week is Miss Irlanda. Woo. Hello. Hi, hi. Feel free to like I'm very introduce excited yourself. To be here. Oh, that's Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yes, okay. I'll I'll go. Um, my name is Arland Valle. Some people call me Irlanda Valle. Um I am a student at NAU, and I worked with Herman for a while. Um, I am the stepdad of the week, and Herman is my son.
0: Period. So it's like the yes. granddad.
1: <laughs> yes, the granddad. the granddad. Yes, I am the gra- <gasps> the only granddad to be on the show, hopefully.
0: Yeah, the first granddad. First granddad. Nice. Amazing. How are you feeling today? I know that you're on call. I'm on call. Uh, we work together as RAs, so um, that's how we know each other. So it's just funny that the day that we're gonna record is a day that we're both on call, it's just typical.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, I think it's only fitting. Um I, I'm feeling good. I had a pretty long day. I had some classes and some homework and some essays to write. Um, I had a program earlier, so I had like 20 people show up, which was amazing That is for amazing. a pandemic program um I'm very happy about that and then I thought I had a four meeting tonight and then I sent out an email this morning and then I was like whoops never mind I lied mm. and so I had like a free hour and then I had rounds and my RHD just decided to throw me into room check so he gave me an N95 mask and some gloves and said let's go let's like, go no no I wasn't prepared I was supposed to be on a podcast tonight with Herman um but it all worked out we're okay
0: we're um, here and I'm
1: just a little parched
0: but it's okay. we're here we're we thriving here.
1: we're thriving we're doing good
0: um I, I i i feel i feel very like topsy-turvy because last week i had like a little break a little spring breaky break um and yeah. to- back in flagstaff is just like a weird vibe like a good vibe because i feel actually like renewed for the first time this semester i feel like i've just been kind of like lagging through life and then now i feel like oh I can do things I have the ability yeah. um but I was so surprised that it's like hot now <laughs> it wasn't yeah, hot it when I left it's now <laughs>
1: yeah it was it was like I want to say like high 70s yesterday which is really nice but also very hot mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. how was your week how was your birth week celebration
0: um it was very fun I was very drunk for a lot of it um mm-hmm. but Sadie, my friend who hosted me, and her girlfriend, Mo, were just great hosts and took me around Monterey. And it was great. It was so nice to be in a new place. I felt like I was on vacation, took a lot of fun pictures. And then they surprised me with a COVID-friendly hotel little shindig where they like, Sadie was basically taking me around the hotel. Like we went downstairs to get something from the car. we, we were in LA for the, the end of the week. Um, so we were at a hotel and she was taking me to the car for something and then when we got back in, I was like, okay, let's go back to the room. And she's like, why don't we just tour the second floor? Our room was on the third floor, by the way. So I was like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> well, There's nothing to tour on the second floor of a hotel. So we went on the second floor of the hotel. We were walking around, there was like families trying to get their kids in their rooms. And it was just awkward. And I was like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And we, they just kept Mm-mm. on, like, taking us all these different places. We had to go downstairs again. Um, but when I got back, it was Golden Girls themed, like, the room. And there was Golden Girls plates. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I got Golden Girls shot glasses. And oh. uh, a Golden Girls bingo set. It was very oh, cute. Oh, I really. love
1: that. Very I know you tried life. to introduce me to that show. Oh, um, my God, I did. <laughs> yeah, that, there was, like, one night when we were in Gableton And we were just fooling around. I liked it, but I never really got into it on my own.
0: It's one of those sitcoms that you just kind of had to be there. Like, it's so good. It's so funny. But, like, to, like, actually on your own, like, sit down and be like, I'm going to watch Golden Girls. You kind of had to, like, I don't know. You have to have a connection to it in some way. And if you don't, it's just, like, a thing that you missed.
1: Yeah. I'm also one of those people that's like, doesn't get very invested into TV shows. Mm. Like, especially if they're very long and they have multiple, multiple, like, seasons. Seasons. I I can't do that. Like, if it's one season with a few episodes... That's perfect for me because I get tired of shit real easy. So Fair. am I allowed to cuss on this?
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're allowed to cuss. We are. We have free reign because it's a podcast. <laughs> there's nice. No, there's no uh, – and it's an explicit podcast, so there's no um, censorship rules. I, we just can't say anything, you know, morally terrible. You know what I mean.
1: Of course, <laughs> yes. You know what I mean. I understand.
0: Um, <laughs> But speaking of morally terrible, something was trending today that really sent me back to my my teenage days, and it was mm-hmm. "Justice for Fifth Harmony" was trending on Twitter today. Today, well, let you me see. Speak- Fifth Harmony, right? Be
1: disbanded like a couple of years ago. What is this?
0: Multiple years ago. Oh, that was for my for you. So maybe it wasn't trending, trending, but it was trending um for me, if that makes sense. Mm. Like you know how they like yeah, yeah. They pick popular things that they think you would be into and talk about it the real things that are trending Mm -hmm. is a whole lot of like sports stuff that i don't know about so i don't know
1: neither do i
0: but anyway basically (laughs) i don't know some person i'm so bad at this (laughs) you think as like a podcast host i would be the person to be like oh i did all this research i know exactly who said this and why it was said no some person you're doing wonderful thank you
1: you're doing wonderfully i think i i listened to almost every single one of your podcast episodes and I think it's just very natural the way it flows and there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be prepared all the time. I think it, it, it works out. Thank You're you. You're doing wonderful.
0: Thank <laughs> you. Well, basically some person that I'm assuming is in the entertainment industry and has some tea was basically talking about how there's like so much shit that has gone down because of Simon Cowell and Simon Cowell's record label, Psycho, Especially for the groups Little Mix and One Direction. But they're under so much red tape and NDAs and contracts and shit that they can't talk about how much terrible shit went down. And that also applies to Fifth Harmony because they were also under Psycho. And one of my favorite Mm -hmm. groups currently pretty much was previously under Psycho. And now they're under a different record label. And I was like, God bless. Because I've heard all the bad stuff. Go ahead.
1: What? what group are you talking about that change oh, labels
0: that change labels pretty much mm-hmm. i don't know if you've heard of, of them
1: i probably heard a song i just don't think i actively listen to them
0: this is a boy band just vibing mm. cute little american boy yeah, yeah. Band. um <laughs> but i just thought i don't know why i don't know why this like sent me on a spiral i think i because i was a big fifth harmony fan were you a big fifth harmony fan
1: i was i was in love with that bitch that one bitch Lauren?
0: lauren yeah
1: that yeah. tracks that tracks yeah <laughs> but one of
0: the things that was in this trending video is actually a video from lauren let me see if i can find it and she's basically no. talking about it's it's like really sad and i, I want to know the context of this video i didn't you know do enough research to find it but it's like it's like um it's not great what she says wait in
1: it is this this one is it just audio it's just audio i think i know what you're talking about maybe because this came out a couple of years ago the one mm-hmm. that i'm thinking about mm-hmm. maybe it resurfaced but i found I'd like it to see it
0: i found it yeah hold on i will play it in the in the microphone
1: decisions on a regular basis to fuck us over to make us literal slaves like literally slaves Ali. we're doing fucking labor day and we see nothing yeah, yeah that, that's the one I was thinking of and mm-hmm. she sounds so heartbroken and devastated I yeah that one hurts it, I just
0: man I think it's super reflective and I can't even say just of America because this is the thing that's happened with UK groups too in like the music industry where they they take advantage of these teenagers who have like really big dreams and aspirations and then they just like work the shit out of them and don't really give them mm-hmm. like they're not getting paid as much as they should be getting paid for as big of artists as they are and they have such like mm-hmm. a strict hold on the type of music that they can put out and stuff like that it's just
1: yeah
0: it ain't cute
1: no it really isn't it it just really sucks and then it's really no wonder that they like when they break up everybody goes their own way and like really enjoys making their own kind of music you know because mm-hmm. they just weren't allowed to
0: mm-hmm it's yeah. like, it sucks though. Cause it's like, they should be like a lot of these groups, they should be such close friends. But then when you think about the fact that like being around those people would remind you of the trauma that you were under, under that time, it's like, damn, Yeah. damn, that's rough.
1: It is rough. I, you would think that like, you'd have like a stronger bond with them because of the trauma you went through collectively, but you know, each person is very different, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. No, that, that video always made me a little sad when it, it came out, I think like three or four years ago.
0: Yeah. It's been out, out for a while, like three years ago. I've, I probably heard it and it was like circulating and I just forgot about it, but it like, it took me out today. I, I just think about like specifically with fifth harmony, I feel like in the media and the record label was a part of this too, like very much pit those girls. Against each other in a lot of ways, and is still kind of doing that now that they're solo artists, and it's just smelly. It's quite smelly to me.
1: Yeah, smelly.
0: Smelly. Would you ever be in Schmally. a in a girl group? Do you think you could you could you could do it?
1: I think I could. I think yeah. I think I could. I I can't say specifically why I could because I have no idea, but I just feel like it would work. I like to think of myself as a very personable person,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: maybe. Like my groupmates might be okay with me being in the group. I don't know. I feel like I have a decent enough voice to be like involved in the music making process. And yeah, I think I'd have a lot of fun. But also considering that like labels are kind of shit, I don't right? Know. I couldn't tell you.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I th- I think you would do. I would if there was like a girl group and you were in a girl group. I think I would stay on you. Like I would be like a Erlanda Bias. I'd be like, yes, get on stage. You better you work. Stan. I'd be a little Stan. A little Stan. Aww.
1: My little son.
0: In like a the weird,
1: scene.
0: weird, like roundabout way. That's kind of how I know I can't compare those two things, but I feel like what? being an RA is such like a stressful, random, specific experience. There's literally like no other mm-hmm. job in the world. That's like being an RA. So I think when you mm-hmm. create those bonds through the trauma, like we kind of have, oh. I think it's so special.
1: <laughs> it really is. Mm-hmm. I think we we have been through some stuff, um, and I'm I'm I, I don't want to say I'm grateful for that, but I'm grateful of the relationship that came out of it. True. Um, yes, but if you were in a boy band, I'd I'd probably be your stand, too. I'd probably be a Herm Herm John
0: a herm john, stand. herm john stan i just uh, in another stan. life i would love to be in a, a, a group of some a music group of some sort i think that would be so fun
1: mm-hmm.
0: i guess there's still time I, i'm getting fucking old and the, the mm. offers aren't flying at me so like i gotta <laughs> accept accept the truth of life
1: <laughs> oh man i yeah maybe in another in another world we're on the same band hmm
0: hey how
1: fun would that be
0: that would be pretty lit i think we would be best friends and i think we would make all the other group members jealous and people would probably Probably. ship us but it's just because our friendship is so strong yeah 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 Mm -hmm.
1: too little by icons
0: too little by icons dancing on the stage (laughs) speaking of uh professions not to be that bitch (laughs) But this oh no. <laughs> this month, is, is, is all the people who I've brought on are people who I've been in college with, and a lot of them are going to be seniors. So before we get into the advice segment, if there is any like advice that you could give <laughs> to seniors in general or anything that you've experienced this year that you think people should know about before they get into this position where it's like you're about to go out into the world, what is some stuff you want to talk about?
1: Like seniors specifically, or just students in general.
0: Whatever advice you got, because you've you've been around the block.
1: I've been around the block many times. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I want to start with the, with like first year people who, who are still considering their majors and like figuring it out, change your major as many times as you want within your first two years and find the one that clicks for you, because I've been doing this Degree. I've been working on this degree for five years and I hate it, but (laughs) I'm the very, (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. I hate it. I, but I am the type of person that once I start something, I have to finish it. Right. And I started my freshman year. I started as a math major, straight up just math. And here I am five years later, still math. And I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I can probably do anything, but I nothing really speaks to me at this at this moment. Um, but figure out what you want to do early on because it, in the end, it's just gonna save you time and save you lots of headaches. Um, as for people in their last semester or their last year, I think ah uh, that's hard because this year has been really rough. It's just been very different. But I think I'd have to say, you know cherish the people that you're around because after that I'm I'm not even speaking academically but after after you leave college it's kind of like when they say oh when you leave high school you're never going to see your friends again Mm. when you leave college and I I think your relationships in college are much more meaningful than high school relationships at least for me right um I think cherish that because there's going to be a point where you're probably never going to see someone in person for a really 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 long time and I, it's very difficult with the pandemic going on, but I think that's just the one piece of advice I have to give everyone. Um, and then maybe also, I would say, focus on school because that shit's hard. And you should also credit yourself for all of the hard work you've been doing, because if you keep beating yourself up, you're not gonna truly enjoy the fruits of your labor. Um, yeah, I think I personally beat myself up a lot for having like low grades for like quizzes and homeworks and stuff. But you don't see like the overall effort that I'm putting in. Like I don't notice the overall effort I put in. So, don't. Uh, how how should I word this? Maybe, what's the word I'm looking for? Congratulate yourself on your small wins. I guess you yeah. should say. There it is. That's that's what I was looking for damn pride pride yourself in your small in your small wins.
0: because nobody else is gonna do it
1: but so you else gotta gonna do, do it. it exactly exactly
0: precisely
1: mm-hmm.
0: i would say to you not to sound like i'm literally in do you remember like <laughs> in all staff meetings where people would be like oh just to top off what blank was saying or just Ew. to add to what blank was saying just to,
1: just to piggyback off of what they were saying yes. <laughs>
0: I was just gonna say, kind of on top of that, something that I've learned um, this year specifically is that you literally, I mean, and I, I feel like I always knew this, but college has this way of like making you, I mean, higher education in general has this way of making you think that you need to be on this super narrow, super specific path and everyone follows a super specific path. But like, especially once you get into the like later years of college, you kind of like realize oh, hey, here's here's some specific classes that I really enjoyed, that I really learned something about that gave me these specific skills. Here's certain jobs that I worked that gave me these specific skills. And you just have to, like, realize that even if, like, you go through your four years of college and you're not, like, boom, immediately hired at your dream job, you you, you learn something. You're not, like, a failure because you're not, you know, hired or, like, really set up to do something super big right when you graduate.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Like, right now, I'm kind of so... I feel so good about graduating and it's not because I like have this job lined up it's just because like I know I'm gonna be fine in the long run mm-hmm. and I'm really excited yeah. about my current plans for the summer and I'm cur- I'm very excited that we're kind of easing out of this pandemic and I feel like I've done some things during this pandemic like academics wise and job wise that I think is gonna make me a great candidate for all kinds of jobs coming yeah. up soon so, I'm just very open and very excited and I think everyone should be very open and very excited about whatever new stage of life you're going into even if it's not what you dreamt up for yourself.
1: Yeah. Just to piggyback off of that, it's not <laughs> it's not it's not a linear thing. I I am definitely one of those people that I was like, "Oh, after college, I'm just going to go straight into a job." Um, I, if I don't get one on the first try, I'm going to keep trying until I get a job. And that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Um, But I've been fortunate enough to have like the opportunity to take some time off after school, um, even for like just a few months for like job searching and such. And I think that's something that nobody should be ashamed of. Like, even if you don't get a job right after college, it's fine. Like you, you just accomplished a really big thing and it's okay to take time for yourself. And it's okay to recognize that it took four, five, six, however many years that it took you to do whatever you just did, um, but yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. But that's what I wanted to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were just you know <laughs> dropping little, little little dimes, little crumbs of knowledge yeah, about yeah. higher education and higher possibly education. graduating. Are you Are you yeah. excited? Have you taken grad pics or anything like that?
1: Um, I have not uh i'm waiting on my convocation stuff so like i i mm, like same. register for convocation to get like my stoles and stuff um so no pictures yet but i will be coming out with some fire album picks soon Ooh. Um, yes uh yeah I, I have one picture that i took on my own on my fancy camera that i've been using for like my resume and like all the other stuff one single picture that i've been reusing for everything as you should so yeah, I look pretty good. Not gonna lie, but uh, yeah, that's 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 about all I've done with pictures. Um, yeah, that's it.
0: Period. <laughs> Period. Period. Well, I think that's a great place to cut off the man cave segment, um, and then I think we'll 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 really get into some fun advice today because I feel like Irlanda is such a, a smart, well rounded person.
1: Oh, thank you. And I'm not,
0: so it's gonna be. Yes, very- you
1: yeah. are. <laughs> I think you. I think you've got all all the well-roundedness that I have as well, Damn. even more so.
0: Damn. We yeah. like. Have you seen that episode of SpongeBob where he's like normal, and he's like, "Yes." Wearing? Oh <laughs> gosh! Us. Wait,
1: wait, wait! Hi, I'm normal. Hi, I'm normal. Wait, no, Herman. I I deadass was listening to some of your episodes earlier today just so I could get some vibes. Mm-hmm and you were just talking about that in one of the episodes that i listened to like two hours ago oh, yeah
0: I, think I know i think i the,
1: know the normal spon- okay i just wanted to just I to I show know. that
0: because I, I think that was the episode with my sister because she was like why do you have that specific spongebob memory
1: wait yeah it was
0: yeah as as most here's my thing right spongebob is somehow the most popular cartoon in the world and the most underrated cartoon in the world at the same time. And I don't Mm -hmm. understand how it works, but everyone has been influenced by SpongeBob in some way, especially if you live in America, because let me tell you something. (laughs) There was nothing like coming to school and saying like, that was like the memes of elementary school, like saying a SpongeBob quote and everyone just busts into laughter. Everyone knows what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. One of my best, like, connections and i we don't fucking talk now but we were we were bonded freshman year freshman year i worked at the call center at nau <laughs> um, and there was this one day where i was working my friend chandler who also worked there we were sitting side by side and we were either he was training me or i was training him because how it works at the call center is like you start off everyone's doing outgoing calls because outgoing calls are easier because it's like you have a script and you're just like you know Hitting all, the, hitting all the marks of the script and talking to all these people, usually we would be inviting them to, um, like NAU said yesterday or um, orientations, those kind of things, right?
1: Cause you know how NAU,
0: especially on the West Coast, does like orientations all over, whatever. But eventually you have to get trained to do um, incoming calls. So that's people with specific questions that they need answered. And you need to be able to be like, boom, and like find the stuff immediately. So you got to get trained on that. I'm pretty sure it was him training me. I think he worked more than I did. Um, so he was training me on incoming calls, but we weren't getting that many incoming calls. So in the meantime, we would just be watching SpongeBob. Yeah. And we would we were literally sitting there laughing. I think there was one like hour where it was just like, do you remember that episode where SpongeBob does bop, 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 bop? And then you would be like, oh yeah. And then he would laugh like, do you remember the episode where SpongeBob does bop, 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 bop? And it was just like back and forth for <laughs> like an hour. And I think that's beautiful. I long I to
1: that something
0: beautiful. that has that kind of lasting power.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As SpongeBob does yeah. give SpongeBob the fucking respect he deserves, dude.
1: Yeah, I think he japed a cheat. Oh, what? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> he japed the whole generation.
0: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe SpongeBob is gender nonconforming. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That announcement yeah. that that SpongeBob is gay. Well, they said that SpongeBob. Yes lgbt plus community and they didn't specify if i remember correctly so he Mm -hmm. could be gender non-conforming who knows
1: he's part of the alphabet mafia though
0: the alphabet mafia spongebob Mm -hmm. and the alphabet mafia coming soon to theaters (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: man yeah i i I definitely did love spongebob at some point i think my family was like well i have younger siblings so Mm -hmm. i think at some point my family was like spongebob's gonna rot your brain you can't watch spongebob and so nobody in my house has watched spongebob since then and it's been like 13 years
0: foolish spongebob is hilarious and it's smart he is i'm funny because spongebob taught me how to be funny
1: (laughs) there you go yeah there you go i think spongebob has some very good life lessons in there too true he's a very wise sponge he
0: he's not (laughs) but he is
1: in his own way. In yeah. his own
0: way. Yeah. Well, we could go on about Spongebob forever. So I'm gonna cut it now and we're gonna get okay. into the advice. See right. you guys after the break. pew Here we are again. It's advice time. Y'all already know the vibes. We're gonna help some people maybe. <laughs> um hopefully. We'll see. We'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm ready.
1: Oh. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. I I was on your... When we had your Instagram live, I was not very sure about my advice giving, but I'm excited to try it again.
0: I think you did a very good job. Oh, thank you. I think you did a great job. Okay. So I will give you some options. Um, we'll start with advice. Would you like... Mm-hmm. There's something that's... um. There's something about marriage. There's something about relationships in general. There's mm-hmm. something about um there's something from a teenager is all I will say
1: oh i I'd rather not get involved in a teenager's life right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old for that right uh let's let's go with marriage
0: marriage oh yeah. and before we get into this thing i'll say the thing that i always say which is if you're a listener to this podcast new or old and there's something in your life that's bugging you or something you don't know which direction to go on we're an advice podcast so we can help you out um if you send us an email at just your dad at or if you dm us at askyourdadpod your dad pod on instagram just mm-hmm. a you know, little little just so you know um okay so i'm gonna call this person i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna call them jan
1: jan, jan. <laughs> all right so What's jan, jan says
0: that? jan says the thought of getting married uh jan is 24 and um their boyfriend is also 24. Jan says, "The thought of getting married to my boyfriend makes me feel sick, AF." What? I've known my boyfriend since 2016. We started a formal relationship about a year ago. Damn, what was y'all what was y'all doing before? Anyway, I always used to get excited since I was a child when people talked about weddings, having kids, buying a house, etc. I see people my age or a bit older around me announcing engagements, building families, and it makes me feel so sick at the point that I want to vomit. Okay. My boyfriend is amazing. I literally have zero complaints. About six months ago, I stopped daydreaming about our wedding, moving in together, the babies. Even typing this makes me feel extremely nauseous. I can't even listen to my mom mention the words when you make me a grandma or when you and your boyfriend get married. I thought now that i have a stable job as an engineer okay go off jan miss engineer jan. the idea was going to be even more exciting but in reality it's just making me feel feel ill why is this happening when i grew up dreaming of this um of dreaming of getting married and that kind of thing how can i fix it Who?
1: that's that's a lot right um i think i like to preface this by saying i forgot what i was gonna say I, I think marriage is something you should want for yourself and not for others. And, you know, you're constantly changing and evolving as a person and you go through life things and your feelings for marriage can change, but that's something that she should be unpacking with herself and maybe a licensed practitioner, therapist or psychiatrist. I, um, yeah i I think that's the first thing that came to my mind i is there she said that she she feels sick at the thought of it like she hasn't talked to her husband or her partner about it it
0: doesn't it doesn't say if she's talked to her boyfriend about it or not it just says Mm. the thought of it makes me sick but the boyfriend is great apparently like no complaints about the boyfriend the boyfriend rocks 10 out of 10. it's just the idea of getting married I'm assuming right now and having babies and that kind of thing it's just not something that oh it's more it's more than just something that makes like jan isn't ready for per se it's something that makes her visu- viscerally uncomfortable which girl me too <laughs> me too
1: yeah it, it definitely can be a daunting thing like that's marriage is tying your life to somebody else um obviously like you're, you're your own person but marriage means having that union with that other person and making life with it
0: and babies is the same thing only like instead of like a contract it's a living breathing thing that's tying you to this person for the rest of your life
1: exactly exactly i no i I get it I, i think it's fair to be scared i i've never really i can't sympathize with the feeling sick about marriage kind of thing but I also don't think marriage is a necessity for you to be happy with your partner. Period. But you know, some people do want it. (laughs) Some people, some people want it, some people don't. I mean, it's really up to you and your partner to discuss that. Um, I personally was always very against marriage and having children, and then suddenly, like the past two years, I've had baby fever and the urge to get married. And, you know, that's just something that maybe will come along the line. But if the thought of marrying your boyfriend makes you physically sick or just like sick in general it's that's i don't know i feel like there's something underlying
0: yeah baby. some underlying
1: reason for that
0: it ain't I worth the heartache it ain't worth the stress especially if your boyfriend isn't pressuring you then like exactly. you vibe it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about You're parents not- parents are gonna parent they're gonna they're gonna be like oh my god i mm-hmm. can't wait until you have a baby my mom is still like that my dad too and they're just like mm-hmm. we like my biological dad is weird about that too it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: every time i i'm not in a relationship but like every time i bring up some kind of big life thing the next thing the next question is like oh wow i can't wait to like for instance when i, I was i feel like recently i was talking about like moving out of flagstaff and i was talking about how i'm gonna start like learning to cook because that's something mm. that I need to do as an adult, is like to be able to cook. And then my mom yeah. just basically said something like, oh, well, or you could, you know, you could marry someone who cooks really well. She was like, oh, I know you love, you love Asian food. You could marry an Asian girl and she could cook you food. <laughs> I was like, mom, mom. And then she also said something about oh, that no. when I was learning Spanish. When I was learning Spanish, she was like, well, you just gotta find you like a Latino wife. I was like, mom. Oh my
1: god." mom <laughs> oh geez so oh, parents
0: parents are gonna parent
1: yeah parents are gonna parent sure are.
0: and you can you can just kind of tune it out is what i've learned to do i just go haha yeah and then i continue with my life
1: <laughs> i've had such a different experience with my parents though my mom has always been very insistent like don't get married unless you know for sure because she's she she went through a divorce and she remarried and then she divorced the same man and then married him again which is pretty messy Mm-hmm. um my mom's a messy woman but she'll never hear this by the way so I can touch it Woo! um she yeah she remarried the same man she divorced and I think she did it purely out of necessity because she doesn't like feeling alone but my parents have never really bugged me about marrying anyone or anything and like I wasn't allowed to date technically until I was like 16 but my parents didn't know um but I think it's very interesting because like Traditionally, like that like Latin families are very like, oh get married. Get married as soon as you're like done like with school and everything. and have babies and they're very also very like a very patriarchal. Well, my family at least was very like centered around like the patriarchy patriarchy and everything. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's been interesting navigating that with my mom because she's very against it and she's been learning how to undo all of like the ingrained like traditional values in herself so i i really appreciate that but marriage do what if you want to don't do it if you don't want to do
0: it if you want to if you don't want to don't
1: if you don't want to that's mm-hmm. uh, that's all up to you Period. Um, so hopefully hopefully jan can figure this out and maybe just spend the rest of her life happily unmarried with her partner right or if she did yeah i mean there's no shame in that i don't think it's it shouldn't be like a societal standard to have like a marriage license or marriage certificate to have a good happy life with your
0: partner period i also think we kind of need more people who don't want to have babies not to get into that <laughs> but like there's a lot of people on this earth and not every heterosexual couple needs to have biological children
1: yeah i i think i think <laughs> i have to agree um there's there's a lot that i can say on that especially like some people are not adequately to educate their children Mm
0: -hmm. for starters
1: Mm -hmm. there's the matter of overpopulation um yeah stupid population other Mm -hmm. population
0: so Mm -hmm. i
1: don't know uh
0: are you into the like mcu at all erlanda
1: yes i am i i tried watching What's that? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or is it? Yeah, and Falcon, Falcon and the
0: Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm.
1: I only watched the one, of the first episode, but I didn't. I don't know why I couldn't get to it, but I did finish One Division, and smacks. I've seen all the movies. One Division was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I cried that last episode.
0: The last two episodes really did a lot for me emotionally.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I was just it. saying,
0: like the old, like the more I get into, especially with this. Uh, falcon in the winter soldier show because even though it's not 100 my cup of tea the like lore and world building is really interesting mm-hmm. the, like more i get into it the more i'm like damn like Thanos was kind of onto something <laughs> like the snap <laughs> kind of was like kind of the
1: move low-key <laughs> shut up shut up because i thought the same thing no i i did i thought the same thing when i first watched the movie like obviously i was like flabbergasted because like how are you just gonna kill half a population right. like that? But, but I also get where you're coming from I get it um have you seen perchance? chance you watch the Godzilla movies at all
0: no I haven't I haven't
1: so my, my girlfriend got me into them recently and we we just watched um oh shit what did we watch that Godzilla movie the blah, 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 King of Monsters I think it was mm-hmm.
0: girl I don't know yes
1: <laughs> yes king of monsters um and basically if anyone has seen the movie or if i'm sorry if anyone hasn't seen the movie and you don't want to get it spoiled for you don't listen but basically this woman the scientist releases a shit ton of creatures that were like the original owners of the earth oh shit to like to um like promote like a balance in nature and essentially she had the same idea as Thanos and like kind of eliminate the hum- the human race and restart all over again and i was like mm, i kind of get where you're coming from but um
0: if covid I... has taught me anything it's just that in order for us to reverse the things that we've done not we but the things that the the powers of humanity have done we mm-hmm. kind of need these big culture shock moments that take away their power covid kind Gosh. of did that it's terrible COVID's a terrible thing took away a lot of lives but i think it definitely like it shook the 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 one percent a little bit they were like oh shit oh oh yeah shit. what are we gonna do and i think we need we don't it would be nice to have <laughs> world shaking things so that we can you know reverse things like like global warming and you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh poverty in the world and i i, I I think the idea of a reset is very romantic, is what I will end end with saying.
1: <laughs> I I yes. I like what you said. I do yes, it is very it's a very romanticized idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um yeah, I mean if COVID has taught me anything is that humans are kind of lame, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm
0: for lack of a better a better a better word.
1: Like, yeah, I'll just leave it there.
0: <laughs> okay, would you like to do another advice one or would you like to switch it up with a am I the asshole? What's your what's your vibe? Do the
1: asshole one. Okay. I like
0: those. Okay. Um let's see. Okay. Am I the asshole for not wanting to house my sister's fiance? Hmm. No. <laughs> we'll see we'll see this one is a little longer than the last one um they don't say a gender this person so I'm gonna call them or you could pick up a name pick a name
1: let's call them let's call them let's call them Brandy
0: hmm I like the name Brandy I do
1: me too
0: okay so Brandy says my sister who is 27 has been with her fiancé, Dale, (laughs) for three years. Sorry, Dale was in quotes, and it just really set me, because (laughs) I can just imagine you being like, fucking Dale. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so the fiancé, or the sister, has been with Dale for three years. My family and myself, um, Brandy is 28, a 28-year-old dude. I like that brandy as a guy name is kind of a kind of a serve
1: i do like that yeah mm. okay. okay
0: my family and myself absolutely cannot stand dale from day one he was just a rude obnoxious slob that we don't have a clue what she sees in this guy he's 30 and can't hold down a job for shit. well to be fair a lot of people can't hold down a job we're in a global pandemic i'll give dale yeah, yeah. A bit of credit Either he quits because he doesn't like it or he gets fired after many absences. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. I'm not feeling for him too much anymore.
0: (laughs) But maybe the absences are because of... I'm giving Dale too much. I'll leave him alone. I'll keep on (laughs) reading. We're embarrassed to even go out to a restaurant with him because he'll throw a fit over something in his food and try to get a free meal. Ew. Uh, I try to avoid interactions with him when I can because I can't stand him. With the pandemic, my sister got laid off and they moved in with a friend a few months ago to save up money, especially because they found out my sister is pregnant three months ago. Now, my sister tells me Dale and his friend got into some dispute and they can't live there anymore. She's asking if it's okay if they stayed with me for a while, but I don't think that's gonna happen. (laughs) Aside from Dale being an ass in general, I've heard he's an even bigger pain to live with. Before the pandemic, there was this whole drama with the landlord at his old place. Dale stopped paying rent and then was refusing to leave even after being given an eviction notice. No idea how it went down, but he managed to stay there longer until the landlord could go through with the whole court process to get him out. My sister told me all about it because she was having fights with Dale and trying to get him to just leave already. The last thing I want is to invite that possible headache into my home, knowing what a freeloader he is. (laughs) Might even be harder right now if I decided I didn't want him in my house anymore with some place places still putting evictions on hold. I told my sister my concerns. She swears Dale wouldn't do that, but she couldn't even convince him to move out of the last place he was staying at. Now I get she's pregnant and I told her I'd be more than happy to give her a place to stay. Just not Dale. (laughs) She's pretty mad I'm not willing to help him out as well and for not trusting them. They're supposed to be moving out by next week and still have no place to go. I told my sister my offer still stands for her, but I cannot accept Dale with his history. She says I'm an awful brother and can't believe how badly I'm acting in their time of need. Am I being the asshole for going down this route? Whoo, Brandy! Oh man! Whoo!
1: The spice, Brandy. Brandy. The oh spice. man! Okay, okay, okay. I think if I were Brandy, I would feel the exact same way simply because that man that Dale is just a, another Karen that I don't want in my home um, what's the equivalent for Karen for, uh, a, for man? Like a man yeah is I feel Chad? like I've heard
0: but Chad is like a little different I don't know if there's male Karens like like the Karen archetype is so specific to white women you know what I mean
1: mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah yeah so it's not yeah. like a
0: it's it wouldn't be like a complete like uh What's it called? Equivalent. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Brandy, I'm on your side. I don't think you're the asshole. I'm gonna start there. I, I think Brandy fucked up when they said I'll house you, but not your husband. Because I, I seriously doubt that anyone, like any partner, would just go live apart from their, their spouse. You know. Their
0: fiance. Yeah.
1: Their fiance. Oh, fiance. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um no I I have nothing else to say because I simply would not house Dale in my home
0: (laughs) I don't think I would either but I also like know my siblings and they would never eh, my sister would never be never ask me to house someone who ain't shit I don't know if my little brother I I, my little brothers haven't really been in relationships to my knowledge to that degree so I I have no Mm -hmm. idea how they behave in relationships we'll see that's an exciting yeah. adventure to go on in the next couple of years. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I, don't know if you're necessarily wrong for just inviting um, your sister because she is pregnant. Like, she should not be unhoused, period.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I can she, agree with that.
0: She should, she should be housed. So <laughs> <laughs> if you can help her, that would be great. But I do – I don't know. Maybe there's something that you can, like – Basically, you could be the landlord in some sense and basically make some kind of contract. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, here are the things that Dale cannot fucking do in my house. And if Dale breaks any of these, Dale is out. And you could follow after him if you want to, but he's not going to live here.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I I don't really have much else to say about that. Because if I... I, I have to agree. I don't think any of my siblings would ha- like entertain Adele. anyone that's not worth... <laughs> yeah, Adele. <laughs> um, but you'll never know. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have to agree. I think a contract would be a good idea. But then also, I feel like that might be a little insulting to your sibling, your your sister. But at well, the same she time... she has to know. She has to know that who she's dealing with. Mm-hmm. Why, why would you... <laughs> I don't understand how people can be with people like
0: that. Neither can I, to be honest. Well, so, Brandy, I wish you the best. You're not the asshole. I think that you're not you the asshole. reaching out to your sister is kind of the best that you can do <laughs> and just yes. being like, "Hey, you can live with me whatever you want to, but don't bring that man mm-hmm. around here." Yeah, yeah. I feel like that might be I, I don't know a lot about house hunting or apartment hunting or whatever but i feel like it would be easier to find a place for one person to live than to find a place for both of you especially considering you're pregnant and you're gonna have a baby soon i feel like it would be a lot easier for him to find a place on his own low-key
1: possibly i mean depending on where they are too because i feel like like housing is just so expensive in general that like if True. you do maybe like renting out another just like a single room for them from like a like a hostel or something maybe right. that would be cheap i don't know i've i also haven't done very much house hunting either right. so either way
0: brandy that's not your responsibility the only thing you could do is try to be the best brother you can and i don't think you have to be the best future brother in law to dale considering his track record
1: <laughs> yes very well summarized i like that that mm-hmm. was good
0: mm-hmm. okay we're gonna we're gonna slip back into the advice area all because i'm a little interested um in this one um okay this one is titled honestly i could really use some advice and they say that they're gonna try and make it short and sweet but then they don't so <laughs> oh. <laughs> i think that this is a woman but i'm not sure so i'm gonna call them thanos thanks go back. we love a good callback um
1: mm-hmm.
0: thanos says I'm a very open person. I've always been empathetic to a fault. I'm no pushover at all, but like, I have a bunch of dogs and like, I really try to be a beacon of positivity and insight. I think the wording of that is very cute. Um, Well, about a year and a half ago, my best friend who lives states away was going through some real depression. Like the real, real depression. He had a couple of 5150s. What is that?
1: Fifty-one
0: fifties. I'm gonna give it a quick Google.
1: Please do. Fifty-one uh, fifties.
0: Okay. I feel like oh, a- it's a five-one five-one five-zero. I don't know how you would say it. It refers to the California law code for the temporary involuntary psychiatric commitment of individuals who present a danger to themselves or others due to signs of mental illness.
1: Oh man, I've never heard of that before. I've
0: never heard that term before, but I, I've known of celebrities and stuff of who that's happened to, and I've I didn't know there was like a specific. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense that there's a specific like code or whatever for it.
1: Yeah, got right. you.
0: So he's been committed basically a couple of times in his past, and I was worried that he would kill himself. So me being me, I told him he should move down with me for a few months. I gave him some land for free and told him he could work for me while he got on his feet. He had about eight thousand dollars saved and wanted to build one of those minimalist cabins on the land i gave him because he's that type of guy that's cute yeah well to end this part he was an awful worker broke most of my appliances and stole a bunch from my family not cute
1: not cute at all
0: me and my family got all that behind us months ago thank goodness and we learned our lesson the hard way about wanting to help people even when they need it then a couple of months ago another friend of mine more of an acquaintance hit some real hard times of his own. His ex took his kid away from him and tied him up in a bunch of legal stuff and more stuff like that. The dude was doing really bad and was at the end of his rope. Like literally everyone stopped caring for this dude. And he's a crazy mm-hmm. talented young dude. It got to the point where I was talking to him nearly every day, trying to stop him from killing himself sometimes. I produce oh music God. and he is a talented lyricist. And I told him we can make some music and that might be something for him to look forward to. He was very appreciative and even told me many times how important my messages had been. That is so sweet. You are you are a good person. You know what, Thanos? Yeah. I made fun of you in the beginning because that first <laughs> sentence was really funny, but you are a good person. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly, a few weeks later, when he was feeling much better, I had a very hard day and messaged him, and he never replied. I never thought anything of it, even though it did hurt my feelings a little bit. But then today, I hear this dude... Decided to start making music for this other guy I know. Nice guy, but not really a good producer. Here's my point. I help one guy not kill myself or I help one guy not kill himself and he robs me and shits all over my family. I help another guy not kill himself and he ghosts me and then shits on me professionally. What do I do? (laughs) Like, do I really just stop helping people completely? That's what it seems I have to learn. I'm so confused. I like helping people, even though I don't really care either way. I just on occasion try to help people. And the last few times I feel like I did some really good karma type shit. I got shit on afterwards. We're going to unpack that in a second.
1: Yeah, Point yeah being, let's do
0: that. <laughs> I want to never help anyone out again. I just want to do me for my for mine. But I feel like an <laughs> asshole when I really think that thought out loud. Which path do I choose? old and shitted on or new and can't touch this bless y'all for reading all that by the way it means a lot to me all right thanos here's right. my thing right here's my thing you're saying you're doing these things out of the goodness of your heart but you're also expecting things out of them mm-hmm. which mm, that don't work baby you better be a paragon or not a paragon here's you know here's right right listen the first thing totally rocking with you that's shitty you helped this person you gave them a place to live let them build their little cabin and they fucked you over that's shitty that sucks terrible yeah but this is also a person who was dealing with mental illness there's layers to this shit there's layers it sucks You, you can acknowledge that this person hurt me and it fucking sucks and you can also be like is this a personal thing Or is this Mm -hmm. something that they're dealing with that I just got the shit end of the stick about? Right? Totally understand you feeling like, fuck that person, not helping them anymore. That's your right. (laughs) Fair. The second situation is a little different. And I think you're conflating the two situations a little bit. Because I, (laughs) I understand the feeling. I think your feelings are valid, right? You were ignored. And then they went on to work with another another producer which is like what the fuck that's like our thing right and you like help this person in a really tough time however just because you help this person does not mean that they owe you and if it was never communicated that you guys were only going to be working together you can't what you expect yeah
1: exactly what do you think think you you said that very perfectly i think i think you voiced my thoughts exactly but yeah, I think that karma bit got to me. Like, you can't be doing kind things expecting to get good karma. That's just not. I don't think that's right.
0: Yeah. Uh, first of all, <laughs> um,
1: and then also, like, I think, as for being the old and shitted on versus me and whatever it was, I think I'm a big believer in constant change. And I think we're always constantly growing and you don't always have to revert to either your old shit on self or your new thing. You can always be in a transition. Right. Um, And I think realizing that you were shitted on and you may be shitted on again in the future. I think that's important to acknowledge because that can lead to significant growth and kind of recognizing your boundaries. You don't have to absolutely stop being a kind person or maybe start by being a kind person just just to be kind and not expect karma back, you know, like mm-hmm. good karma back. Um, but maybe don't maybe don't go all out in kindness.
0: Right. Because kind you did of, some some really big kind things.
1: Yeah, that that's a like you you just giving out land in this economy? In this economy? Um, we give it out land? <laughs> <what? laughs> exactly. I just I don't know. I think that those are really big things to do for people who were in tough situations. And I think it was very much appreciated by those people, but at the same time, like don't stop thinking about yourself, you know? You already experienced two significant like events to your to your like experience your whole life and maybe take that as like a learning experience. And I know it's easier said than done, but it's, it's really all about recognizing what your boundaries are and what you can and are willing to do versus what you should do, You know, I don't know if that did that kind of, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying to stop myself from saying, did that make sense? But did it make sense? <laughs> it did
0: make sense. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think that you Thanos are a fucking kind person, a good person, and you shouldn't be hmm. afraid to be good. Um, More so you need to, I think something that you could work on, and I don't, you know, bit just based on what you told us. Something that you could work on is communication and setting boundaries. Exactly. Because if you had these expectations of this friendship, you gotta communicate them. I'm talking mostly about the second situation. Um Some people, you know, common sense is not common. I don't mm-hmm. think common sense was ever common because everyone has their own specific experiences. Everyone's raised by different people. You know, there's just not there's no way for us to say that there's like a commonality or something we should definitely expect out of people. So Mm -hmm. you can't really definitely expect that this person is gonna, you know, return the favor or whatever you expected from them. Right. (laughs) Um, so I think that in the future, when you do something kind, if you did expect it to be this transactional, transactional relationship, you got to make that super clear early on. Yeah. And if you are upset about it, that's something that you should tell them. Like, even if you want to send another text, like, Hey, dude. Like, I'm kind of feeling in a way that I've I've helped you out a lot, and like, I needed something from you, and I didn't get that. Like, that sucked. It mm-hmm. made me feel pretty poopy. Yeah. And who knows? They might be like, "Oh shit, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just live living la vida loca. Like, I wasn't even thinking. You know, my bad. Yeah.
1: Because that that usually is the case. Like, you you don't ever really think about others because you're so stuck on how you're feeling. You know. Hmm that's a, such a strange thing to think about, but it's true. It's true. It's true.
0: It's fucking real. Well, Thanos, <laughs> I hope that helped a little bit. Um, I'm going to really mm. try to remember this episode because we've given some good advice. I need a comment under these ones so people can listen <laughs> to it and actually hear the advice. Some weeks I forget. Like last week, I, I definitely forgot, but this, this mm-hmm. week we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. I think we could do one more. All right. I think we could squeeze out one more if it's like short so we're probably gonna do it am i the asshole because those are usually we get the consensus pretty quickly for those ones
1: yeah yeah
0: um okay this one's <laughs> i'm a liar because this one's a little long but i think we can get through it quickly um all right i'm gonna call this person oh they're a gram or, or maybe a grandpa yeah they're a grandma or a grandpa um
1: papa people
0: yeah we're gonna call you (laughs) i'm gonna try to pick up a a fun we're gonna call you nunu because i feel like people always have weird names for their grandparents so you're nunu nunu says there's a bit of a backstory to this my family has this oh did i say the title because that's important
1: no you
0: didn't nunu is asking um are they the asshole for encouraging my daughter not to have a second child
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm
0: intrigued. My family has this, in my mind, a weird mental glitch with siblings. They always feel the need to compete at the expense of their sibling. And it's beyond nurture. I feel like it's baked into our DNA. Damn, Nunu. (laughs) It happened to me and my sister, my dad and his sibling, grandpa and his, great grandpa and so on. With me and my sister, there was no favorite with our parents. But she had this way of making me feel less it was really it really messed me up for years my parents especially my dad because he was on the receiving end and did their best to protect me but they can't be there 24 7. it was Mm -hmm. like i would be proud of a mark of a mark like a. Uh, don't know i'm trying to read the sentence and then i'll get back Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm
0: Okay, I don't know. I guess maybe grades. I would be proud of my grades. And my sister would say she did better. And the course was easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh,
1: maybe. Marks, like the English people. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. At my birthday, she would blow out my candles because I couldn't do it right. And then cry oh. because she was put on time out for it. Have you seen <gasps> the video, Orlando? I think I know
1: exactly the one you're that talking about. That video of
0: the little girl. And <laughs> it's her birthday, it's the younger one. And she's all excited to blow out her candles. And the older sister goes, Whoo. And blows out her candles, and the sisters like yes. starts just like oh my god, <laughs> pulling pulling hair and like punching her and shit. Damn,
1: I thought it was hilarious because if if my siblings did that, I'd react the same exact exactly. Way. It's, it's my birthday, bitch.
0: Exactly, that is so funny. Jeez, yeah. I can't believe you know I have a very big gap between me and my siblings, so we we, yeah. we never really had the like catty phases
1: yeah, because yeah. of that.
0: Anyway, back to, back to <laughs> Nunu's, Nunu's situation. Um, anyways, yeah, jumping forwards, I made the choice to only have one child. No siblings, no sibling competition. My husband agreed. And my daughter had so much of a happier childhood. I don't know if you can quantify that, but I'm rocking with you, Nunu. She had okay. confidence I could never thought possible, especially with me and her dad as parents. We're both kind of awkward, nerdy people. <laughs> My daughter got married a few years back to a man with a large family. He had eight siblings. God damn!
1: (laughs) That's a lot of siblings.
0: That's a lot of siblings, a lot of mouths to feed. I brought it up halfway about how uh, if they were going to have kids, to remember how hard it was on my side and how few of the siblings I am in contact with anymore. Even her cousins, my sister's kids, don't talk because they did have a little bit of a competition growing up. I didn't push Mm -hmm. it. I just reminded her. They had their first baby over a year ago. We had a small get together for Easter. My son-in-law, my son-in-law's mom started making comments about how they were getting ready for the next baby. I made one comment about how maybe they're just happy with one. She said, there's no way they could be happy with just one child. The toxicity child, the toxicity. (laughs) And then
1: Mm.
0: uh, the the mother-in-law says that she, she, Nunu ruined her daughter's childhood by not giving her siblings. It got really awkward, really fast, and the kids tried to say that they weren't decided. I reminded my daughter of our history. His mom accused my family of defective genetics. Whoa. Excuse me? Whoa. My husband and I ended up excusing ourselves. Go ahead. What was your question?
1: No, I just want to say this whole family seems a little...
0: Yeah, that's not cute. It's not cute. Not at all. My husband and I ended up excusing ourselves for the kids' sake, and I apologized to them on our way out. On the drive home, my husband said I was out of line and being an asshole for bringing up my family history. Am I the asshole for discouraging my daughter from having more kids? You're not, in my opinion, you are not like a boom, like direct asshole, but I yeah. think you didn't need to bring up this discussion at this event.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I'd have to agree. I was going to say, you're, I don't think you're necessarily an asshole, but you're also not in the clear simply because yes you are entitled to like some say since this is your family and you do want to have some kind of influence in their life but at the same time stay in your lane those will not be your children and you probably won't be raising them so um let them do what they want to do if they want to have the sexy all the time and make more babies and let them
0: Let them have more babies if they want to have more babies. Even though we've talked about this podcast how we think that's a bad idea in general. But, you know, people are going to (laughs) do what they want to do. And if they're going to make more babies and they're going to be good parents, who am I to fucking tell you to not?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: That's that's
1: all I got to say on that matter.
0: I think that's... (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like so... It's like you being a good grandmother, but then also your reach is too far. Because you could be like, hey hey, here's some <laughs> ideas, right? From my experience, you know, growing up with a sibling can be very, and I'm sure, I'm sure the husband, uh, your son-in-law has experienced some of the things you're talking about. There's no way with eight siblings, you haven't experienced some of that sibling competitiveness, but yeah, it seems that they had a good experience on that side of the family. So maybe mm-hmm. instead of like imposing your beliefs, being like, hey, what are some things that y'all did that you guys have such a good relationship now let's you know mm-hmm. let's make sure we're doing those things instead of exactly. saying don't have another fucking kid
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's i think it was just kind of dumb of Nunu to even bring it up
0: yeah just because
1: know. it it really is none of Nunu's business right and but...
0: also you know parents are gonna parent i feel like yeah, you asked there for we this- go again you asked for the smoke when you, when you like, stepped in <laughs> this other grandmother's, like, thing. Like, oh, I can't wait for the next baby. Because, realistically, you know that that's just what grandmothers say. She probably didn't yeah. even super mean anything by it. She was just like, I know as the grandmother I'm supposed to want more grandkids. So I'm going to make this. uh uh-uh. Yeah. Well, Nunu. <laughs> oh, Nunu. No, no. I, wish, I wish you the best. And I hope you have, like, a real conversation with your daughter and your son-in-law don't even worry about the fucking other mother-in-law because you you know yeah you are related to that that lady through through so much things but just make sure that you make sure your daughter doesn't resent you for what you said
1: oh yeah i i think that's Oh, that there's another issue mm. Mm. and when this
0: other kid pops out make sure you don't fucking resent that kid because they're just vibing
1: <laughs> exactly oh man
0: period. Well, I think that's a good place to end the advice. Because, um, again, me and Irlanda are on call, and it's almost 10, and we gotta, <laughs> we gotta do these rounds. So we gotta pause so we can bust out this Daddy of the Day segment. Um, but I do think Ooh. this episode, I feel like we covered a lot in a shorter time. And it might actually end um, up being the same length of a regular episode. We'll see. <laughs> we are back for the final segment of the episode. Daddy of the Day lightning round because we have to do rounds after this (laughs) um would you like to say your daddy first or shall
1: i all right i'll i'll start i'll start um i think my daddy of the day is probably Lil Maz x simply because i've been watching his video on repeat and listening to his song on repeat montero Mm -hmm. call me by your name Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it was a masterpiece i just think He's doing a lot. He's doing a lot for the for the for the gay agenda, and I really appreciate it.
0: I really appreciate it too. Funny, before mm-hmm. this, Orlando was like, "I don't know for sure if you guys did like this last week, but this is gonna be my daddy." And I was like, mm, "I bet I know who it is." And then it was Little Nas X, who was a daddy last week. But that's fine. He was. He deserves two weeks in a row.
1: You know. Yeah, he's just been in my mind lately. He's been on
0: my mind too. <laughs> I think I've talked about Little Nas X every day since that video come out came out
1: Mm. because
0: i i very much appreciate him he's uh, i'm just and this is like the first um no this isn't the first video because i think holiday holiday was probably the first single for this album that's coming out but this is like the first Mm. like big like the album has been announced you know so who knows what we're getting next this summer we Mm -hmm. could get something even crazier like this is only the beginning. And it's only the beginning of his career because this is his first album. It's just very exciting. Very excited. Yes. I agree that he's, a, he's worthy of a, of a daddy slot. Um, For my daddy of the day, which I only have one. But last week um, in the episode, me and Sadie talked a bit about how we're rewatching The Fosters. Um, mm. Which is... What a... Speaking of queer, iconic things, the Fosters really did what it needed to do. I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with the show at all.
1: Yes. You are? Okay. <laughs> a little. I, I, I've only watched, I think, maybe half of the show, but uh, I I've I think I've seen the queer stuff that you're talking about.
0: Right, right. You know, right. Mm-hmm. I just didn't remember. I remember being attracted to this character on the show as a, as a teenager, a young teenager who was just soaking up all of the the messaging of like this chosen fam look very much chosen family, queer family, kids of different mm-hmm. colors. I was like, this is my zhuzh. This is the shit I want to watch. And yeah. I remember being like, ah, oh, this character is also hot as well. So that's like a a, a, a great thing on top of it. But I don't remember mm-hmm. how amazing of a representation of masculinity and like growing into masculinity this character was until I've started rewatching the show with my friend. And that character is Jesus Foster who Ooh. is played by Jake T Austin in the beginning of the show and then later played by Noah Centineo when Jake T Austin leaves the show, which I think he left the show to go to college, which is like good on him. Yeah. Good on him for recognizing that that's something that he wanted to do and being like, yeah, we won't stop acting for a minute. I
1: love Jake T Austin.
0: Me too. Me too. I
1: think I think he's a he's a wonderful actor. And when I was younger and watching Wiz- Wizards, Wizards of Waverly Place, <laughs> I did. I thought I was saying Wizards wrong. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> Wizards of Waverly Place. I, I had a I had a slight crush on Jake T. Austin.
0: As you should. Um, yeah, I think we all did. Or all of us who were the age range of Jake T. Austin when that show was out, I think did.
1: I I think I was I think I was in the age range. I don't. I would feel very weird if I wasn't. I'm I think you sure were.
0: No, you were because you're you're a year older than me. And Jake T. Austin, I think, is around our age, if I am yeah, remembering I w- correctly.
1: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Yeah, but um, with Jesus, something that's so cool about his character is that he's like, I don't know, he's like a himbo. Yeah. He's like a himbo, but he's like, obviously, he's raised by two lesbian women, so he's like aware of like social injustices and stuff like that. And he's just, like, Mm. he has... There's, like, a lot of... I don't want to get too spoilery. And also, my brain is, like, not remembering specifics. But he has, like, a lot of, like, dealings with women. And that's, like, a lot of his character is him, like, learning how to be a better communicator in relationships. And learning how to not uh, be, like, a shit boyfriend in general. And also, he's just, like, a good brother. He's just... I don't know. He's, like, a good character. Like, I would write... I'm I'm graduating, so I'm not going to be doing this for a while. But I would write like a media, like a critical media analysis on Jesus Foster because I think he's he's a good his character development is really fun to watch. So shout out to the yeah. writers who wrote that character. Shout out to Jake T. Austin for playing him very well. I haven't gotten back. Mm-hmm. To, I haven't gotten to the transition when Noah Centineo takes over the character, so I, I can't praise Noah Centineo yet because I don't remember how good of a job he did. But we'll see. Well, I'll update you guys when I, when I get there.
1: <laughs> i think i did stop watching before noah took over so yes mm-hmm. i i couldn't tell you either mm-hmm. but yeah daddies of the week daddies of the week um
0: daddies. before we close it off do you have anything that she would like to promote Rolanda?
1: um no um i think i just like to say i hope everyone has a wonderful day mm-hmm. and i hope everyone has something that they're excited about in mm-hmm. the near future whatever it may be mm-hmm. just small things um yeah that's it Periana, mm-hmm.
0: well mm-hmm. i don't think i have anything to promote either um
1: (laughs) promote your podcast herman
0: you guys are already listening to it but if you want (laughs) to follow follow us you could follow us uh ask your dad pod on instagram and if you'd like to follow me you could follow me on at herman john dad on instagram and twitter and i think that's oh and tiktok if you if you peruse the tiktoks um Mm -hmm. and that's pretty much it i'm really glad you were on today. I had so much fun, Orlando. Thank you,
1: thank you. I'm I'm very glad that you put me on your podcast. I've been waiting for months. It's true. Um.
0: Tweek-a-tweek-a. Yes. Tweek-a-tweek-a.
1: yes, but thank you for having me. I had lots of fun. Um, I think we had some good conversations.
0: Hmm. Can't wait to do it again.
1: Yes, I am excited to do it again.
0: Period. Well, we're gonna set you guys free. Um, be kind. Fuck up this week. Yeah. And uh, fuck, fuck up. up as in like in a good way. Not like don't ruin the week, but like fuck it up, you know, like fuck
1: it make up, it bitch. your,
0: make it your bitch. Period.
1: Yes. Like Adios. When your friends hype you up at the club.
0: Oh Hi. yeah. Period. Exactly like that. <laughs> fuck it up, bitch.
1: Fuck it up, bitch.
0: And that's us telling you to fuck up the week.